Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Great to kick off with baptism, man. Love that. Tommy, thanks for that, buddy. Great worship as well. Great to see all of y'all refreshed. Hour extra sleep, amen, if you didn't stay up an extra hour. That's what some people, stay up an hour longer because I get an extra hour of sleep. Well, if you stay up an hour longer, you don't get the extra hours. Like, come on, man. So, uh, hey, good to see you. We're in the One Another series. Uh, We've been walking away through that. Um, Got one more after this one. And so... Each week on the One Another series, I don't necessarily set up the next One Another. Um, There's a method to that madness. So last week was incredibly awesome. We talked about greet one another. Man, everybody loved that but the introverts. And... uh, (laughs) But I'm so excited for my introverts because they came back. So thank y'all. We love y'all. I know that stressed a bunch of you out. Some of you were still sweating when you said bye to me on the way out. But we got up at the end and we became, we were a church that did the word. So we got up and we started greeting one another in a holy kiss. And that was a beautiful, beautiful time. And so today, the message today probably isn't going to be as warm and fuzzy for you. Uh, and I didn't want to tell, tell you ahead of time because I was afraid you wouldn't come back, okay? But today's message is simply this. We have got to learn in the One Another series to be patient mm, with one another. See, that just doesn't even sound like greet one another, does it? All right? We've got to learn to be patient with one another. Patience is a big, big, big deal, and it's a hard deal, okay? So how many of you, please don't raise your hands, okay? How many of you would say, I come from a big family of patients? We're just one big, happy, patient family. Everybody got that family? I mean, we're just, boy, you come over our house, it's just like, woo, nothing but patience, all right? Listen, we're coming up on a season where, uh, mm, some people pray against snowstorms at Christmas, forces everybody to stay in the house. But, but we're going to exercise this in the next coming, coming weeks. Patience, 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 okay? It's not easy. It's hard. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you I've got this thing down because Melissa would automatically come up here and take my place and say, he ain't got it down, okay? So I'm not standing here and teaching you from a person of expertise in this area or a guy who's mastered this. I have not, okay? So what we're going to do today is we're just going to let the word teach patience. I'm not going to teach it, okay? We're just going to let the word teach patience, okay? Last week, we greeted, we, we, did, we did the word, This week, we're going to be patient, and we're going to do the word, okay? Simple as that. Definition for patience, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay 
trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. See, that already doesn't feel good, okay? <laughs> Man, patience in the biblical frame, and the biblical word is this, is waiting without grumbling. Mm. See, if it had just said the biblical definition is waiting, I'm like, all right. But then it said without grumbling. See, that, <laughs> that's a big difference. Because I can sometimes wait, but in the waiting, I'm grumbling, if I'm honest. So Jesus would look at me and go, Jeff, you're not, you're not really being patient because you're still wanting to control it. You're still wanting to do it. You still have this warped view that I need your help. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I have that problem. But so... That's the problem with patience is it's waiting, but it's without grumbling. It's, 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 it's not allowing the circumstance to produce something in me that would not honor God. And here's two areas that I think our patience are exercised the most. Number one, family. Okay, number two, driving in Amarillo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but, but does not driving... And I'm telling you, the mall traffic for Christmas is coming, okay? But, I mean, I just skip Sansi. In the name of Jesus, I just skip it. Because I, come on. I mean, I'm better. I'm just better. I'd rather go the loop. I'd rather go around the river road and come back. <laughs> because I'm better when I get there. I'm just saying, how honest do you want your pastor to be? I'm just, just saying, there are certain things that just, the test is coming. It's going to test me, okay? And, and see, I never know who comes to our church, and I've got this big sticker, this big tire cover on the back of my Jeep. It's got church logo, and I don't want to be that guy that mm -hmm, just did that, and you pull up beside me, and you go, hey, that's my pastor. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't good. good. <laughs> I got to get out of here. So, so you got to be careful. I got to be careful. So, so driving in family will test your patience in a heartbeat. So let's look at some scripture. Again, there's a lot of scripture, okay? And I'm going to try to go through it kind of quick and kind of sum it all up, but don't, don't lose me in the scriptures. So the main text for this, this, uh, this message on patience is Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, verse 2 and 3 says, Be completely humble. Hmm. Uh, that's a key. <laughs> and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, and make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Mm. That's what he wants the church to do. That's the goal. That's what we're chasing. We want to do it all. We want to do all, the, all of that scripture, all of that patience, out, out of the fact that we want to keep with every effort the unity. The unity in your home. There's unity in your home. There's unity in your family. There's unity in the family of God, okay? Colossians 3, 12 through 14. I read this a lot at weddings because I always tell my young couples that stand in front of me, <laughs> trust me, in this marriage, you will do these things, okay? You will do these words. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly love, clothe yourself in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 
bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love that binds them all together in perfect unity. It's like these two are saying the same thing. Be patient with one another. In marriage, be patient with one another. In family, be patient with one another. As you do life together, be patient with one another. In church, do patience with one another. Why? Because you want to keep the unity of peace, the bond of love together. 1 Corinthians 13 Four and five, love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. By far, the number one of those for all men is the last one. Keep no record of wrongs. (laughs) Keep no record of wrongs. In that text, I always teach that text this way. In place of the word love, insert your first name and then read it. Right off the bat, it's tough. Jeff is patient. Mm. Jeff is patient. Galatians 5, and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. There is seven different fruits of the same spirit. You just can't go in there and pick and choose. I'll take some of that, and I'll take some of that. And I, yeah, that's a good one there. Gentleness, yeah, I like that. Compassion, yeah. Pa- nah, I don't want any pa- pa- No, No patience. Here's the deal. When you gave your life to Christ, and you were born again, the Holy Spirit came inside of you. When you got the Holy Spirit, you got all seven of these fruit. They're in you. Through the Holy Spirit. Bible tells us that it should be to your advantage that the Holy Spirit went away, okay? Because when he came back, he empowered us. And somewhere along the road, there ought to be an advantage to us. The advantage is because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me by the power of the resurrected Christ, I have the power to be a patient man even though my granddad or my dad or my siblings may not have been patient. See, for some of us, we say this. Listen, Jeff, here's the deal. I'm all about patience, but you don't understand. My granddad wasn't a patient man. My dad wasn't a patient man. And Lord help, I'm not a patient man. And that's just the way it is. Now, let me give you a really big biblical word for that if Jesus was speaking to you. (laughs) He, He is not buying that. He does not buy that. He didn't buy that when I say it. Listen, my dad, my earthly father, was not a patient man. Most of our problems in our relationship as a son and a father was because of his lack of patience. But here's the deal. My dad wasn't even saved until he was 48 years old. Why in the world would I want a man that's not even saved to exercise patience? He don't even have that thing to draw from. Patience comes from Jesus, comes from the Holy Spirit of God. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you don't have a chance. And I'm asking a lost man to exercise patience. He's like, I don't even know how. It's not in me. But here's the deal. When I grew up, I said, God, I know my dad didn't have patience, but I want to be a man of patience. And so even though my earthly father did not have patience, oh, my heavenly father got patience. 
And if I will sit with my father, he will help me be a patient man. If I refuse to sit with my father, my heavenly father, guess what? Chances of me being patient, pretty slim. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So you might be sitting here going, okay, got it. So how do I win with patience? Because Jeff, here's the honest truth. I'm not patient, but I want to learn to be patient. So how do I do that? Because I have good seasons and I have bad seasons. And most people see my bad seasons and nobody sees my good seasons. Everybody feel that way? I'm like, nobody saw me do that good patience. And then when I do the bad patience, everybody's like, oh my, Jeff. I, I, didn't, know that, I didn't know you had that in you. I'm like, but last week, dude, I had some good patience. Where were you? That's what happens sometimes. My wife always... 100% of the time, all right, 99.9% of the time, kids and me doing things wrong and not right. And I, I love her, and she's sweet and patient with me, but, but I always do those. But I want you to know something. If we try to do patience on our own, we're going to fail. We need the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us to produce that patience in us. So I want you to go to your Bible some more. Go to Galatians 5. Go to Galatians 5. Ooh, I got to go quick in this word, all right? Galatians 5, verse 16. So I say, live by the Spirit. Hmm, that's simple. And you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to sinful nature. They are in conflict with one another so that you do not do what you want. How many of you can say, oh, yes, amen. You know you need to be patient. And in the midst of it, patience doesn't come out. And you're like, oh, gosh, that was bad. I, I want to be patient. Why did not patience come out of there? I, I, was, I wanted to be, I should have been patient. I know how to be patient. It didn't come. It didn't come. It's in conflict with one another so I do not do what I want. Verse 18, but if you're led by the Spirit, if you have your own Bible, I want you to put a box around but. We're gonna, we're gonna learn a little bit about but in a little bit, all right? But I want you to put a, put a box around that, all right? But if you're led by the Spirit, you will, you're not under the law. But the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did, that deep as I did before those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a terrible list, but it's a list of what happens in the natural. You can be, you can live as a born again child of the king. You can live in that state. It's not your natural state, but, in, but as a born again child of God, your spirit field, the spirit lives inside of you. It rages against that. But you can, you can enter into that junk, jealousy, discord, all that junk. Now, I would question whether you're even born again if you can live in that. But I'm telling you, if you can get sucked into that if you're not very careful, okay? Skip down to 22. Another but. If you have your own Bible, put a box around that but. We'll talk more about buts in a little bit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have been crucified in the sinful nature with its passion and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us what? Keep in step with the Spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking, and envious of each other. If you're going to keep in step with the Holy Spirit, if you take one step, it might require you to take what? Many more steps. You got to keep in step, okay? You got to keep in step. I want you to go to Ephesians, just a couple uh, pages over, well, in my Bible, maybe more than that. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. I just want to look uh, at a couple here. Ephesians 5, 1. I'm not going to look at two, just one. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly love children. Be what? Be imitators of God. Be imitators of God, meaning you want to be just like him. You just want to be just like him. Skip on down to verse 15. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father in everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Be led by the Spirit. Be controlled by the Spirit. But the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. You can have patience if you're led by the Spirit. It to be your advantage that the Holy Spirit goes away because he will come back to you, okay? And you will do even greater things than he did. You can be patient. You can be imitators of God if and if and only if, if you sit with him. You got to sit with him. I can tell you first as a man, as a daddy, as a husband, then as a pastor. The times in my own personal life that I am sitting with the Father on a regular basis, whether it's a quiet time or just in worship or reading the word or just in prayer or, or, prayer, or just listening to the Father. When I am sitting with the Lord and I get up from there, no matter what in my life comes my way, I react to it differently. If I jump up, jump in the clothes, jump in my Jeep, run to the church, start doing my life as a pastor, run in the town, run in traffic, run in the people at Walmart and the mall and different places like that. What is out there? That's Jeff. See, if Jeff comes from the father to the world, I can handle the world better. If I come from Jeff to the world, then the world's going to get Jeff. Okay? It'll give me every time. I am more patient. You're more patient. We are more patient as his kids when we sit with the Father. Why? Because the Father does not struggle with patience. 
The Father is always full of the Spirit. He imparts the Holy Spirit into us. We be led by the Spirit. We keep in step by the Spirit. We are filled with the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit. We do life. We do, we do life out there. When he goes out, then patience is good. When I go out, mm, it aren't always good. I find that true in my life, in my marriage, and everything. And here's what happens sometimes when Jeff goes ahead. James talks about it in, in, in his book. James wrote the book of James to Christians. Here's James 4, 1 and 2. What causes fights and quarrels among you? <laughs> don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You want something. You don't get it. You kill. You cover it. But you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. What causes us to be impatient, wanting our way? Wanting our way, wanting what we want. That's what we want. I want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, don't, I want this. I want that. I mean, you've raised your children. Don't ever turn in the back seat to two or three kids and say, where do you want to eat lunch? You're going to get two or three, four, six, nine answers, and nobody, everybody's going to protest. Then protest then. Starve to death. There are starving kids in Africa that won't even have food. I mean, we do all that stuff. But, man, I'm telling you, the selfishness of us will come out. And I'm telling you, when you're impatient and you're not being patient, it's because you're quarreling and fighting against each other. It's the spirit fighting against the nature. It's, it, it wants its way, okay? We'll talk a little bit more about that. Then he goes on to say in James 3, 8, but no man can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil full of deadly poison. You start getting worked up because you want your way, you begin to get you know, impatient. It's not going your way. You get anxious. You start having these feelings work up in you. Okay, And what starts to happen is, unfortunately, your, our mouths come open. When our mouths come open, this tongue starts moving. Words start coming out of us. And people that hear our words are like, oh, Lord, help. I didn't know that was in him. Well, Luke 6, 45b says, from out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And see, you try to take these words back. You say, hey, I'm sorry I said that. I was just a little impatient there. I was kind of, you know, just rushing, and I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean that. That's not me. It's not who I am. But see, it's our heart that that came through, came out of our mouth, controlled by our tongue, and was spoken to people. So I guess we have to own those words because Scripture says out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now that is a tough Scripture. But see, that's why it's important to take your heart and set it before the Father's heart so he can put his heart in you. So when you open your mouth out there, the Father comes out and not you. So I want to teach you a little couple things. So you're sitting here, you say, well, I want to win with patience. How do I win with patience? I want you to go to one more scripture, and then we're going to take the word but and look at that, all right? Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. You want to win with patience? You want to, you want to be more patient? I'm going, to, I'm going to give you the scripture to do it. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified. Hmm. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, 
In the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You want to win at patience? There you are. Here, let, let me teach you this. So, so a but in Scripture, a but in life, two-sided. I need you to check it right now. Got two sides to a but, okay? Got a left and a right. I'm not talking politics here. But what I'm saying is, in life, in the physical, two-sided. In Scripture, the but is two-sided. Listen to Galatians 5.18 if you don't believe me. But if you're led by the Spirit, okay? So over here, if you're not led by the Spirit on the left side, you're led by what? Jeff, flesh. But on the right side of the butt, if you're led by the Spirit, you're led by what? The Spirit. Spirit don't have any problem being patient. Spirit is patience. Amen? So if I'm leading me, I may not be patient. Spirit leads me, I'll be patient. Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is patience. You see, in the butt, there's a choice. Choose this, choose that. It's always that but, all right? Two-sided. You got to decide what side you're on. He gives you a choice. He gave man choice, right or wrong. See, I can be patient on I-40. I cannot be patient on I-40. I can be patient on Sansi or not be patient on Sansi. I can be patient at home or not be patient at home. Now, I may want to be patient, but if I have not set with the Father and allowed the Holy Spirit to lead me in patience, guess what? They're in conflict with one another, aren't they? They're going to fight, and what I want to do, I don't do. Why? Because I'm leading. You want to win at patience? Submit to the Father. Sit with the Father. Ask him daily to lead you. Ask him daily to feel you. Keep in step with the Spirit. And the Spirit arrived before you arrive, and the Spirit will be patient. But if you arrive before the Spirit arrives, guess what? Mm. Probably should have stayed home. It's not going to be pretty, all right? So Galatians 2.20, but Christ lives in me. See, if, if, if I get up in the morning and I realize that I must die to Jeff, then if Jeff dies, then Jesus lives. But if Jeff doesn't die, Jeff lives. And Jeff goes out there, and he may or may not be patient. And I may be justified to myself when I'm not impatient. Well, I'm just telling you, Lord, I, I did you a favor because they could have killed somebody down there if I didn't teach them how to drive. <laughs> and God's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I created you in Psalm 139. Woo, this world would fall apart without you. Well, you're welcome. And so we start being, the, you know, we start doing it. God says, listen to me. If you're going to love your wife like Christ loved the church, you better sit with me <laughs> and then love your wife. Because if you try to love her without me, you're going to stumble. You're not going to be patient. If you're going to love your children, if you're going to be the boss or the worker that you need to be, if you're going to be the church member that exalts me in the church and outside of the church, you better sit with me. Because it is to your advantage that the Holy Spirit went away. 
because because of that, you have the power of the Holy Spirit live inside of you. And there should be some evidence of that Holy Spirit in you. And one of the evidences of the Holy Spirit living inside of you is you may not be a per patient guy by personality standards, but when you die to yourself, Jesus is patient through you. So everybody in here, including myself, can be more patient because the more I sit with the Father and die to Jeff, the more he lives inside of me and he, has no, he does not struggle with being patient. He just doesn't. And so if you struggle with patience, maybe look at yourself and say, do I struggle with patience because I never ask God to help me be patient? Maybe I don't sit with him as he changes my heart so that when I go, he goes. Be led by the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. When you do that, you can be patient. You can be patient. So I want to wrap this up by asking you to stand. If you're on the worship team today, come on up. If you're on the ministry team up front, please come. You've been sitting a while, need you to stretch, get some blood flow in your legs. Each one of us, each one of us, I promise you, can win at patience. I don't care what your family tree looks like in the area of patience. You can be a patient man or a patient woman. The first step of that is being born again. If you have not been born again, you do not have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you're going to struggle with patience. So maybe you're here today and you say, Jeff, the reason I struggle at home, the reason I struggle in my marriage, the reason I struggle with patience is because I try, it's just me alive. Jesus isn't living inside of me. I haven't been born again. And so maybe today you need to do that. You need to meet Jesus and let him change your life. Maybe you're here today and you're, you are saved. He said, Jeff, I live too much. I need to die more and let him live. I need to decrease, let him increase. Maybe you're here today looking for a church home. I invite you during this invitation time to come as well. I'm going to pray over us because the Holy Spirit's done all the speaking, not me. And I want you to respond to the Holy Spirit of God. If you need prayer, that's what they're here for. Altar's open to you, okay? But you can be a patient man or woman when you sit with the Father and let him empower you with the Holy Spirit to be the fruit of the Spirit, which is patience. Let me pray for us. Father, we love you. God, may the Holy Spirit now lead us. You have spoken. The only thing that matters in this room is what did the Holy Spirit say to me? And Father, may we, may we, absolutely say yes to whatever you have said for on the other side of obedience is always blessing god help us grow help us become more like you in the area of patience for your glory in christ's name amen thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at bushland we exist to help people know god find freedom discover purpose and make a difference we hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on facebook and instagram by using the Church at Bushland and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland. 